The following podcast contains strong language and frank discussions of violence. Listener discretion is advised. Good day, my friends. Hello. And Mike. And Joanne. (laughs) And my best friend, Michael. You know, Mike, um, I've had a rough week, and I'm going to tell you why, and I'll tell you for free. Um, I've been mulling over the case of dominatrix sex treehouse queen (laughs) julia enright and i was giving her the benefit of the doubt like very heavily yes okay for all of you that haven't listened to the julia enright episode just go back and listen to it's episode three three um but i didn't quite get into why i was giving her the benefit of the doubt so much and i just been pondering it this entire week and i really feel like She's covering for this pezza de merda like boyfriend that she has, Lind. Okay, yes. because he seems like the type. She okay. We know she was like a solitary sort of loner, morbid, like macabre, gothy type chick. Yeah, weird person, just, just like, like all a weird, of us. Weirdo in high school, like the rest of us that maybe didn't fit in and whatever. And I just feel like he. Picked up on that. Like, I do feel like he's maybe like a type of predator. Like, he's sort of like, I'm going to be the dominant. You're going to be like my little pet. You're going to do what I say. And I really feel like he used her and utilized her to get chickless. And I I feel like he might have been the one committing the crimes. Maybe she was there. She probably was there, lured lured him there and all that stuff. But I do feel like he's the mastermind behind it and like she's taking the rap for him. It would explain why she hasn't rolled on him if he was as involved as I think he was. Well, the but se- his cell phone was- data puts him there every step of the way. Not just where the, okay, oh, you killed him? I'll help you clean up the body and the mess. Like literally he's there at the treehouse back to where the body was, back to the treehouse, which is telling me he went back to help her clean up, and then back again to where the body was. So I just feel, yeah, and she didn't flip on him. Right. So I feel like he's got this, like, power over her. She's probably also being abused by him in some way, shape or form, emotional or mental, whatever. And she's taking the rap for this fucking piece of shit, and I don't like it. I don't like it. Not one bit. Not one bit. No. So I just feel like I didn't quite flesh that out like in the last episode and I wanted to touch base on that because I really no matter what you said about her I really was sticking with her so that's why so if people don't understand why I was kind of giving her this sort of benefit of the doubt benefit of the doubt which I don't give really to anyone that's why I definitely think that he's a bigger part of the story than they're letting on we also have another update so apropos that you brought that up Mm -hmm. uh her sentencing was supposed to be on Tuesday, January 18th, which was only a few days ago at the time of this recording. Right. But because of the time in which we live, COVID caused that sentencing to be delayed. So we still don't know what her sentence will be for her conviction. We will obviously continue to follow it. It has been temporarily rescheduled for March. So we'll have to keep an eye out and see what happens. But. I don't understand why. If I was her defense attorney, like who the fuck is her defense attorney? If I was her defense attorney, I would be like, look, listen, this is the track we're going down. Even if it's not, tr- even if it's not true, if I'm your defense attorney, I'm going to say, listen up, sis, 
This guy is your puppet master, okay? You, we're going to say that he forced you to do all of these things for his sick pleasures. And that's, that's the line of defense we're going with. Take it or leave it. No? Yes. Like, am I, also, I crazy here? No. I mean, it's obviously a very plausible defense because you also have her own words written down, like, I'm doing this for him. Right. That's easy to spin it to 100%. say he asked me to do it. And that's why I don't understand why they did not go down that path because they clearly have enough, at least, I, mean, I don't want to call a fucking cell phone out of circumstantial evidence, but they have enough, quote, evidence to place him not only at the scene, but where the body was found. So why not make the case that he was there committing the crimes as well? Or forcing you to be a part of these crimes. Hello? Hello, Julia? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Makes sense to me. Well. But my 2022 New Year's resolution was to stop trying to understand things that just make no uh, sense. My 2022 resolution has been the same as my past, like, five years. And... I only have two. One, I do not apologize for things that I'm not sorry for anymore. Good. I don't. If somebody bumps into me, I used to go, oh, sorry, sorry, excuse me, sorry. And now I go, excuse you. You're excused. You're excused. Am I invisible? Like, what's happening? (laughs) And my second one is just call people out on their fucking bullshit. Just call people out on their daily bullshit. Well, this podcast will allow you multiple opportunities. (laughs) Just calling out shits left and right. Yeah, I just I've gotten to the point where there's just a lot of stuff happening in this world that I just well, well that's an understatement. I do not understand the thought process behind the perpetrator. I don't or, think I want to understand the thought, well. You know, and I, this is this is why it's my resolution because I don't want to. Uh, I'm done now. trying to get into that mindset yeah. that I won't understand. It's, you're so, gonna spiral. Yeah. 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 Let me also say that I'm very upset with you. <laughs> very listeners, I'm very upset with Mike and here's why. He literally has been sending me messages or giving me these hints and the only thing that he said about this week's episode which has kept me up a few nights this week is that I'm going to absolutely hate it for any number of reasons. Yes. He I, won't tell I, me why I'm going to hate it or what the <laughs> The, what's going to be the jumping point of where I literally just lose my shit on this episode. So I think he's increasingly trying to find cases that make me just blow my top. I narrowed it down why she would hate it to any number of the following reasons. How <laughs> this is what I deal with, people. How, how the case starts. Oh. How it ends. Oh. Manner of death. <laughs> Number and kind of victims. Weapons <laughs> <it> used. <laughs> yeah. Could be literally it Literally anything. could be anything. And so I'm so on edge. That either, this. dear listener, points to this case being crazy. Oh, God. Or how easy it is to set Joanna yeah, off. <laughs> I mean, I, they're not mutually exclusive. I mean, uh, two things can exist in the same space. This is a... A well-known fact. So and I, I, think- I don't even know. I'm, <laughs> I'm nervous to even get started. But I guess with that, let's uh, let's see how long. Let's tie. What's your time? You want to put a bet on like a time when you get mad? <laughs> when I freak out. Uh, the first <clears throat> sentence. Oh, 
This is the story of perhaps the most well-known unsolved murder in Japan. The deaths of the Miyazawa family. Oh, bullshit. Okay. Okay. How mad are you right now? I'm already getting there. <laughs> I'm already getting there because I mm, I feel like the name sounds familiar. We'll see if I know it, guys. But either way, I have a feeling I'm going to be pissed off in three, so, two. <laughs> so I should say that I chose this story in particular because there is an abundance of clues. Just clues, evidence, Just clues stuff. on clues on it's, clues. All over the place. It's just Blue's Clues up in here. But there's an absolute dearth of apparent motive or even suspects. Mm. So let's let the wild speculation begin. (laughs) I'm going to channel my favorite podcaster, Nancy Grace, and I'm just going to wildly speculate. On December 31st, in the year 2000, Mm. in Setagawa, a western suburb of Tokyo, all the members of the Miyazawa family, Mikio, 44, Yasuko, 41, and their kids, Nina, 8, and Ray, who was 6, no. were found brutally murdered no. by Yasuko's mother, Haruko. What? Wait, whoa, 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 stop. I'm all- <laughs> <laughs> the entire family is murdered by the, the grandmother? No, no, the murdered family is discovered by the grandmother. Okay. I was like, Holy I did begin this story by saying shit. the unsolved murder. Yeah, but then, the okay, I misheard you. I was like, the grandmother killed everybody? This crazy old bitch. Okay, go. Haruko found the bodies. And Yosuko, the wife, it's her mother that found That's them. That's heart-wrenching. The area where the Miyazawas lived was close to Tokyo, but compared to the actual city, it was sparsely populated. Haruko lived with another daughter in a home nearby, but many neighbors were actually leaving the area because the Tokyo government was trying to incorporate the land into a neighborhood park. Oh, pulling that, like, what is that, eminent domain? Yeah. So the government tries to push people out of there. Hey, we're building uh, an airport. Yeah. We're going to need your house. Please leave. Yeah. Right. We're going to give you pennies on the dollar for a house that you've lived in your entire life and have worked yourself to the bone. To be able to afford, here's 15 cents. So because of that situation, obviously, witnesses, probably hard to come by Hmm. because it's not like in the city where people are living on top of each other. Right. So by all accounts, Mikio and Yasuko led unassuming lives. Okay. Mikio was a middle management type in an office with no enemies to speak of. Mm -hmm. The only real incident involving either of them was a heated argument that Mikio was seen having with skateboarders who were making noise in the nearby park that the government was trying to expand mm-hmm. to include their house. Mm-hmm. But just typical neighborhood stuff like, you kids, get off my lawn kind of <laughs> I'm thing. keeping this ball. Yeah, yeah. Nothing crazy. Okay. But that's the only thing that neighbors or anybody could remember being any sort of incident. Okay. Uh, on the morning of the 31st of December, Haruko, so... Mikio's mother-in-law, attempted to call the family multiple times, but failing to get an answer, she just decided to go over to the house. Right, as you do. She rang the doorbell over and over and called out to her daughter, Yasuko, to answer the door, but no one responded. She assumed that they just went out early that day and they'd be back soon. This is at the point in the story where I (laughs) 
smash the door in and figure out where the hell my kid is. She let herself in. Okay, good. Yes. Only to discover Mikio lying dead. No. Covered in blood on the floor right next to the stairs. No, 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 no. This is... Mm, already mad. Already mad. Seeing the gruesome sight, her thoughts obviously turned to her daughter and grandchildren. Yeah. In a panic, she screamed out and dashed around the house looking for them. Ultimately, she found Yasuko and Nina, who was the eight-year-old, stabbed to death on the second floor hallway, and Ray had been strangled in his bed. Why is everyone stabbing everyone? Stop stabbing everyone. Can people just just shoot people? Like, well, what is with the stabbing? So three of them were stabbed. Ugh. The littlest one was strangled in his bed. <laughs> How do you strangle a baby? He was six. That's a baby. That's a baby. That's a baby. Come on. Fucking. What the police find when they arrive was the start of a 20-year-plus mystery. Come on. This is the basic breakdown of what the police think happened after however long they've been investigating. They've had a lifetime to come up with a fucking motive, so, like, what's... At around 11.30 p.m. on December 30th, the killer enters the house by climbing through an open window onto the second-floor bathroom. The proximity to the park allowed the killer to climb a tree and reach the window from there, and he removed the screen. Okay. <laughs> Nobody noticed anyone shimmying up a tree and then breaking a window pane, like I've taken a screen out, and then... A lot of the neighbors were gone, and it was 11.30 at night, so it was dark. It was coming from the park side. <sighs> Jesus Christ. The killer made their way to Ray's room and strangled him with their bare hands. Why would you Here's the thing, Mike. Even if you have a grudge against it's got to be against one of the adults in the family. You're doing have a grudge against a a 6-year-old, yeah. okay? And we'll we'll get there, but you're strangling a child. That also kind of rules out burglary gone wrong. I, a high. Yeah. 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 You're str- you're strangling a child though. As like the first thing that you do once you break in. Well, let me just off this kid and then make my way through the rest of the freaking family. It's believed that Mikio heard the noise, either from the break in or from the attack on Ray, and rushed upstairs to investigate. <sighs> Mikio confronted the killer, managing to injure him, but he eventually succumbed to being stabbed repeatedly with a sashimi knife. Well, sushis and sashimis? Yes, but that is a super duper sharp. I get it. Thin bladed knife. Here, uh, I'm not victim blaming. I'm not victim blaming at all. I would never. As we should not. I correct. would never in a million years. But if you heard a commotion in your house and your children are there, I, even if your children aren't there, I have a do- I will I will kill someone if they break in and try to strangle my dog. Never mind my child. So what what did he attack the intruder with to quote injure him? There is no injury. You're you're fucking I'll fucking kill you. I think it was probably because I don't think he approached with a weapon himself. I think he it just, was a struggle it, over the knife and he managed to, to somehow to get No, to him a no, bit. no, no, no. Pick up something. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's your wife's uh, Pond's cold cream uh, lotion that she puts on her fucking hands every night. Crack this guy in his face 
what you need, a, a, any weapon, any weapon, any weapon, anything. Pull a drawer out of the fucking dresser and smash it in his... I'm already mad, Mike. <laughs> we're we're two minutes in, and I'm already mad. So, once again, mission accomplished. Great. Just Great like job. Last week. Great job, Mike. Good for me. Good for you. So, stabbed repeatedly with a sashimi knife. Sashimis. I think it's... Sashimis. I think it's sushis and sash- sashimis. Sushis. Part of which broke off inside Mikio's skull. Oh. <laughs> what is with the stall stabbing? The sc- skull stabbing. Stabbing someone in their skull. What did we watch the uh, other What the night? F- hell it- did we watch where it was like they literally stabbed- Was it the Pembrokeshire murders? I think so. They th- stabbed her in the head- yeah. Like 17 times yeah. in her skull. In the skull. Uh, yeah. As we were watching that the other night, this popped in my I head. I literally was cringing on the couch, like folded into the fetal position in like a ball rocking back and forth and going, don't, why? Not the skull. Not the skull, man. Yeah. <laughs> I was anticipating your reaction. Literally my to telling worst, you that part of the story. My worst. I thank you for keep. I'll thank you to stop picking stories where <laughs> people just keep stabbing. getting stabbed in the skull, please. The killer then went on to attack the remaining family members, Yasuko and Nina, killing them with the broken sashimi knife and using another kitchen knife that was from the home. Yeah, that the dad should have... Yeah. Should, I'm not victim shaming. I'm not victim shaming. But like, do your best. Come on. Yeah. This is where it gets weird. This is where it gets weird. This is... Uh, Great. Yes. Great. Because what I'm about to tell you, you're going to say, that's fucking weird. The killer then stays in the house for at least two more hours. No. With the possibility of having stayed for at least 10 additional hours after Get the murders. Get the fuck out of my house. Get out of my house. Well, that's what they should have been saying to him. Oh. Who are these criminals that lollygag around their fotsing around the fucking house like... Oh, well, I'll make a pizza. I'm about oh, to tell you. I'll, I'll have some snacks. Oh, I'll take a nap. I'll take a shower. I'll take a shit. Like, what are you doing? I'm about to tell you about eight things or so that he did while in the house. Cool. So some of those things after committing quadruple murder. Cool. Include treating his injuries using the family's first aid kit. <laughs> taking a nap on the sofa. No, I just. Which happened to be on the second floor where three of the four bodies were. Oh, so he just, it took a lot out of him, Mike. Yeah. He felt a little a little tired. You know, he le- needed a little lay down, you know? Using the family computer, he visited a local theater's website. <laughs> to purchase his uh, yearly subscription Showtime's for the arts? coming up, like, I don't what? know. Drinking four bottles of barley tea. No. Eating a melon. No. And four ice creams. No. Without a spoon. So I believe it was described as little cups. So what is he licking it out like a fucking well, dog treat in the like, summer? I got the impression that they were hoodsy styles, where he just kind of squeezed the cup and uh, what was gross. With no it. one eats ice cream like that. Unless no one murders a four people. No one murders four people and then hangs around and eats ice cream. And eats ice cream. What the? F- Ransacking drawers and tossing papers all through the house, many of which were dumped in the bath and toilet. For what reason? Speaking of the toilet, he took now, a shit and failed. Are to, you kidding me? <laughs> and failed to flush. Why did I just literally name everything that this guy did without? You don't even flush the toilet. You disgrazia. Like, yeah, you dirty pooper. bitch. He stole the equivalent of $1,500 oh. 
but left an additional $2,000 untouched. So again, Oh, the 10 hours wasn't enough to fully ransack and go through everything? Robbery seems a little more unlikely. Is the robbery just like a side note? He's like, I might kill these guys. Maybe I'll just grab a couple, a few 1500 bucks. I'll leave the rest though. They're probably going to need to pay for these funerals. It's going to be pricey. So I'll leave the two grand, you know. And I'm not a monster. (laughs) Right. And he left behind 10 items, all folded and placed neatly on the sofa. His items? This includes the sashimi knife, which he had brought with him, a scarf, a sweater, a jacket, hat, gloves, shoes, two handkerchiefs, and most offensively of all, a fanny pack. Whoa, 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 whoa. Did he leave the house nude? Oh, no. He changed. Into, He's wearing their clothes? Yes, into Mikio's clothes. Jesus yeah. H. Jumped up, Christ on a cracker. So that's everything that the investigators had to work with to You're solve the You're telling me. I know I'm screaming. <laughs> and I am, I am pre-apologizing for your editing later of this. I know I'm screaming. You're telling me. He took. Don't laugh. You're laughing? I'm so pissed. And you're laughing. I'm going to fucking strangle you. He took all his clothes off, neatly folded them, put them on the couch. Yes. Well, he now. You're not going to tell me. There's not. There's a hat, a jacket, a scarf, gloves. You're. I'm screaming. (laughs) There's. Fuck you. There's no. Hair fibers, skin cell fibers, uh, sweat, saliva. I don't fucking know. Shitty shit balls on his drawers that I'm surprised he didn't take off and neatly fold on that. You're going to tell me they can't find this person? They've got every piece of clothing that he's ever worn in his life? I'm going to tell you everything that the cops did. Which is nothing? Are you going to tell me they didn't? They bungled this? Because if you tell me that, I'm smashing this microphone over your head. And that's the end of the show forever. I love how worked up you are. I'm so mad. (laughs) This is what they did with all of that evidence. That's great. I can't can't wait. Let's start with the computer. Great. (laughs) Okay. They discovered that it was used at 1.18 a.m. Yep. Which is almost two hours after they think he initially broke in at 11.30 to access the internet. And they noticed activity again at around 10 a.m. So, which is where the. Well, hold on though, because they think that coincides with the mother in law's arrival. So it's possible that in her frantic search through the house, she bumped the desk or something and woke the computer up by moving the mouse, which logged that activity. In their computer. Okay, so it was just just activity, or was it someone actually searching on the internet? It, it is literally it is, was just a. It's computer usage. It's not internet traffic. Okay. All so right. All right. It's possible that she, she either nearly just missed him, oh or God. she bumped it. Can you like imagine I just the table. if like she came in? She's already like, "Why? What's going on? My family is not. They're not like that. Like they usually will respond to me." She goes in. She finds her family fucking slaughtered. And then he's and still. And this guy out. is still in the house somewhere. Yeah. No. And why didn't he then kill the grandmother? I don't. Um... Yeah, I am mostly of the opinion that he wasn't there anymore, and yeah, that she maybe accidentally. He, he hit just it. they just missed each other. Yeah. Because I have a feeling 
if she was there and came in and found that. She'd she's obviously too. distraught, so she's not going to think like, oh, they're probably still here. Right. And then he just bonks her over the head from And she's behind. making a lot of noise because she's ringing the bell. She's yelling out for them. I mean, She yeah. finds the first dead body so, and starts freaking out. I mean, if she's banging out. on the door ringing the bell, who's to say he didn't shimmy down the fucking tree? Right. And run away. And dip out again. In someone else's clothing, by the way. Like. Right. This little sh- they, shit bag. Here's the best part. Oh, there's a best part? No, this is far from the best Great. part. But as you said, they analyze the feces. Yeah, that's right. They have his shit in the toilet. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They had dis- they used it and discovered that he had eaten string beans and sesame seeds the day prior. Somehow, what though. What kind of fucking diet is that? That did not help the case. <laughs> yeah, oh, string beans and sesame seeds. Okay, great. Yeah. yeah. Narrows it way down yeah. in Japan. Yeah, we're in Japan. Yeah. I mean. The police were able it's to like track. like saying he had fish. Right. Oh. oh. Okay. Sashimi, even. Well, that could be literally anyone in the country. Yeah. Perfect. Police were able to track down where the sashimi knife and clothing that was left behind were purchased. Narrowing it down to the Kanagawa prefecture, and okay. this is about an hour southwest of the murder scene. Are there, are there cameras in the store? Can we see who? Can we go back the last few months to see if anybody's bought these items? And like, let's look at the camera footage and see who the hell it is. It was discovered that the sweater that was left behind was one of only 130 that were made and sold. Ever? Ever. However. Only 12 of the people who previously purchased the garment were tracked down and none of them had any involvement. So someone in that pool of 128, nope, 118. Oh, look who can't do math today. It's usually me. I didn't give you the chance. (laughs) So I can't swoop in and look smart (laughs) after giving myself the time to do it. You should have given me the time to incorrectly calculate. And then you could have come in like the math genius that you are. So it's either one of those 118 people or Mm -hmm. one of those 118 people had their sweater stolen from them by this person. Or bought it and gave it to the perpetrator as a gift, Mike. So literally, it could be anyone still. But you watch, frustrates me. you watch the forensic files where there's a piece of luggage or something that's part of it, and they track it down to Walmart. And it's like, this Walmart sold 18,000 of these particular right. units, but they track it down. This is only this 130. Is and change. 130, and they've only found 12 of them. <sighs> this narrows it down even further. They can't track them down? I mean, is everybody paying in cash? Who carries cash? This, Why am I screaming? This was oh the year. God. This was the year 2000. So right, it was so a little ca- more cash heavy. Even still. The type, size, and brand of shoes that were left behind were only sold in South Korea. Okay. So that narrows it down even more. Right. Sand. Okay, this one is my favorite part. Sand. Sand from inside the fanny pack was analyzed. <laughs> Why? And it was traced as being consistent with the sand from the area around Edwards Air Force Base in California. What? Yes. So it's a it's a tourist? No. Or it's somebody who travels. So, wait or a second. Or it's a secondhand fanny pack Hold from on. somebody who was deployed. They just do- donated their... Or it is somebody in the military. Or it's... You know who uses fanny packs? Weirdos. Skateboarders. Ah, yes. To carry their shit. Yes. From the copious amount of blood and fingerprints left behind by the killer, 
police have no matches. So this person is not in their system. This person, oh my god. I wonder, could it be, mm, you think maybe it's like an American that came and is in the country for whatever reason? I have, I have, a, wild, have a wild speculation You think theory. it's a military person that knows how to kill people yeah. and get in and out, but then why would- I did tip my hand a little bit by saying that, but I'll-, I'll But why would they hang around? This, but. but no, but no, but no. Because I'm sorry, when you join the American military, do they not fingerprint you and take all that information? And if they don't, they fucking absolutely should start. I mean, I'm not in the military. If anybody who listens is in the military, can you email us at mafpodcastshow at gmail.com and let us know if they make you give samples? I would imagine you have to. Can I posit this? Even if they do that, are they under any obligation to make that information public? Because if, if I, there's a crime committed, then yes. But I'm gonna. Well, don't hide behind some government bullshit right now. We'll, yes, we'll, we'll we'll get there. If but, a crime is committed, then yes, they are obligated. Yes. But if I don't specifically ask for this information to be run against that database, and I'm running it through the Japanese database or CODIS or wherever, once I found California Sand, then it's going through the American database. Get out of my face. So this unmatched DNA, they did some analysis on it and found that the person would be about 5'7 and have a thin build. I would like to reiterate that I am 5'8. <laughs> and have <laughs> and have a trim build. Yeah. <laughs> Due to the physical- I mean, I don't ex- want to say that Asian people are generally on the smaller side, height-wise, but I mean, I think that's a widely accepted scientific fact, no? Yeah. Due to the physical exertion that it would require to climb the tree to get into the house, police believe the killer would have been between 15 and 35 at was, the time. Well, skateboarders yeah. are in good shape. They have good cardio, good cardio at least. And also, people in the military are in great shape. Well, they should be. Right. Anyway, most of them. So like the fat cop Enlist, that's chasing yeah. you down. I, I laugh when I see like fat doctors. Fat cardiologists. Fat cardiologists. <laughs> Or like a fat policeman, and I'm like, what are you doing? Like, what are you? You're te- first of all, you're telling me to cut out a dentist sugar. with bad teeth. Yeah, you ever go to a dentist that has horrible fucking breath? Because I have, what? and it's like, what? What are you doing? Yeah, no. Based I, on no, based on the wounds, the killer was most likely right-handed. Okay, I am right-handed. <laughs> the killer have you has been to type- Japan in the last twenty years. The killer has type A blood. None of the families did. I'm a positive. I don't know what my blood type is. Way. Is that weird? The only reason I remember is the last time I donated blood, they told me, and they told me I was A plus. That's probably blood. something. So I was like, hey, I, I got should... another A plus because I'm good at school. Good for you, you fucking nerd. But <laughs> I should probably, people should probably know their blood type. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I should probably look into that. None of the family members had type A, and police used that blood to look for ancestry. Right. And this was back in 2000 That's, and okay. subsequent. Right, right. That's pretty good. Found that he was most likely mixed race. Mm-hmm. As is everybody. Maternal, As is literally everyone on the planet. Maternal DNA seemed to indicate European descent, possibly southeastern, so towards the Mediterranean or Adriatic Seas. Oh, boy. The fraternal DNA indicates East Asian descent, which may his dad is from right. Japan or China or Korea. And it's possible that there was European heritage on the mother's side rather than the mother being European herself. So they couldn't quite tell how, based on the concentration of those particular yeah, genes, yeah, yeah, yeah. where in 
where in Europe she came yep. from. Or how European she herself was. Right. Was she from Europe? Did she have European parents? Did she have European grandparents? They couldn't quite narrow that down based on the analysis. The Tokyo police did reach out to Interpol for assistance based on the DNA, right. believing that the killer was not fully Japanese or at least not local now or anymore. Mm-hmm. The Over the course of the investigation, 246,044 investigators what? collected 12,545 pieces of evidence, all of which are still in police custody. That is too many cooks spoiling the soup. That is... That is too many people with their hands in the pot. That, that's, that is ridiculous. In 2015, 15 years later, 40 detectives were still assigned to the case full-time. Could you imagine? No, because no, no, no. I don't want to be investigating something with 39 other people putting their two cents in, ridiculous theories and all this other shit. It's too many people. No wonder it's not solved. There's too many people. I don't. But could you. Just let any- me work in a very tight squad of people. I don't want to hear your theories. If you have a theory, submit it to us. We'll check it out. But get, away- get out of my way and let me do my job. Could you imagine any case in America being given that much attention and, no, and support let, let me, by the let police? Me, no, <laughs> no. Let me, just, let me just put this out there, okay? Recently. Very recently. Like, very recently. Someone that I'm extremely close to was being harassed by someone that we did not know who it was. Okay? Did we go to the authorities? Of course we did, because that's what you're supposed to do. That's what they're for, supposedly. They didn't even assign anyone to the case for almost three weeks. And they notified this person that they were looking into it through email. Through an email. And that's active harassment. Through an email. And this was somebody that was being stalked and harassed by a stranger who was trying to hide their identity. Now let me let me let me let me just add this little side note because I'm nuts. Okay. I mean obviously anybody who's listening probably has gleaned that no, on their own. No comment. Yes. Because I'm crazy. I did a little research on my own with the help of a friend or two. And I'm 90 Not 38 other friends. No, I didn't get 38 other friends and go let's figure this shit out, okay? I got me and one other crazy friend who is very good at digging stuff up on the internet. We did a little deductive reasoning. And I'm like 98.5% sure we figured out who it was. I sent them a message saying, basically like, this you, and never heard from them again. So Seems like that them. Seems like it's probably them, right? Seems like it. Now- have the police even started to investigate even though they've assigned someone to the case three no. weeks later? No. I'm going to go ahead and say no. We no longer need your services, but thank you. So, no, no. I, I don't want – for- there's never going to be 40 American police officers assigned to anything unless it's another cop being being shot, you know, and then the entire U.S. force <laughs> is on the case. But no, I don't oh. – I want to – me and like two people – that was that was the first story that we did as a test podcast just for ourselves. Yeah, we was did. about was about a cop, and I forgot that we did that. Yeah, GI the GI Joe. Yeah, GI Joe Illinois. Yeah, yeah, Illinois G. Illinois cop. GI joke. 
Yeah, maybe we'll come back to that case. Yeah, we should come back to that and just put it up as like an extra because the audio I don't think is great. But yeah, we were we were just we're figuring it around, out. trying to figure it out. I forgot about that guy. Yeah, which is why it's great that I'm into stuff like this because I could have read all about this story two months ago and forgotten about it completely. Right. And it's all new to me. It's well, so it's, interesting. And also we've taken so much of this type of stuff yes. that after a while it all sorts of like melds together. It's all super. Until you hear like a specific detail and you go, oh, that's right. That's right. Oh, Murdoch's not married uh. to Laurie Vallow. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Oh, it's two uh, separate it's two cases. two separate cases. Right. So 40 officers in 2015. No. That number didn't change much by 2019 with 35 officers no. still assigned. Too many. However, that same year, 2019, the Miyazawa home was finally torn down because of the risk of collapse as it was deteriorating after years of Ooh, sitting unused. That's really sad though. That's This one person came in and literally annihilated an entire family and their house isn't even still standing yeah. as like a memoriam for them. To this day, the case remains unsolved with no suspects ever identified. No. No. How? Well, this case is famous for one other reason. This person in 20 years has never gotten in trouble ever again. In Japan. And not before? In Japan. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess if they were not a resident of Japan and they were just... But why would somebody... Why would you go to another country? There's one more... Come in atrocity like that. And then it's... Mind-boggling. Yeah. I'm super frustrated right now. Yeah, this one is more... another week that I'm super yeah. frustrated. Why do you keep doing this to me? One more thing, and then we can continue to speculate. But <sighs> this is this case is famous for changing Japanese law as well. Previously, there was a statute of limitations even on murder Why? in Japan. But because of the notoriety of this case and the fact that it's gone on for so long and the fact that there were two kids involved and yeah. everybody in the country wants this solved – the highest Japanese court removed the statute of limitations on murder charges. There should be no statute of limitations anywhere on murder, rape, child molestation, sexual assaults. I mean, theft, fine. You know what I mean? Okay, good. Spend 10 years. You're never getting that $100 back, I hate to tell you. But if someone was murdered 35 years ago, they shouldn't go, well, the cutoff is 30. Sorry about that, guys. So that is kind of the the one silver lining of, of this case that if somebody is ever identified with this mountain of evidence and all of these man hours and, and just people working well, it's gonna on this take case. Is for this person to slip up one time. And I, I hope that they're still monitoring international database. Yeah. So like, somebody will be charged when they figure this out and will be able to be brought to trial in Japan. I mean, they've because got that's been overturned. everything they need. I mean, he did a shit. I'm saying he because we know it's not a woman. Let's face facts. Well, we also know that from their blood type. I mean, yeah. But a woman is not going to shimmy up a tree. Shimmy up a tree. Drop a deuce. First of all, strangle a child. Yeah. And then just murder the rest of the family, eat some ice cream, take a little nap, have a nosh, take a nap, do a shit. Why don't you just take a shower while you're at it? Check a website. Check some websites. Buy some tickets (laughs) online. Like, first of all, why are you going on the internet? Like, you really yeah. just, you're that much of a sicko. At one eighteen in the morning that after you You're taking naps people. with dead people around you. Yeah. This is someone, uh, this is someone who's comfortable with death. Yes. So to me, a skateboarder isn't going to cut it. Yes. 
I doubt that a random teen sh- planned all this. This isn't going to be the first. Like, if you if it was a teenager, a skateboarder, they would be known to police. Like, they'd have a reputation for being of, like a, just a troublemaker or whatever. And right. also, I feel like they would have made more mistakes. I, mean, I don't think it would have been as brutal. It's not e- as easy to strangle someone as you but might think. But they also think. made a shit ton of mistakes. Their blood is everywhere. Their fingerprints are every. They left their goddamn clothes behind. I mean, they left their clothes in Talk their about shit. about fibers. But unless they have the confidence that even with those things there, for whatever reason, right. they're not going to be charged or caught. Which leads me to either one of two possible solutions as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. This is either... A mentally unwell, possibly unhoused person, but wearing wearing new all clothes. of those clothes. So that that's why it it is less likely unless they committed a prior burglary and stole those items, mm. which is why you get sand from California and shoes from South Korea and a sweater that only 130 people in the world have. So like it's a mishmash of, of potential stuff. stuff that confuses things. Mm-hmm. So this could have been an outfit he put together by previous burglaries and this just escalated. Or they like a bargain right. and they shop at the Japanese savers. Right. Which is, you know. It's so it's either that where it's this is a mentally ill person. Mm-hmm. Who but they're definitely have, mentally well, mentally ill. Yeah, but doesn't have a permanent residence, mm-hmm. which would then indicate like a hunting ground mm-hmm. where they would commit something like this again or do additional burglaries, which would put them in the uh, system. No, I don't think so because if you're homeless or unhoused, I guess is the way to say it now, um, then you're taking the $2,000. You're not taking 1500 and leaving 2000 Maybe you take the 2000 and leave the 1500 you You're taking $3,500. And they did say it wasn't a case of – Oh, he missed this. And also, I'm he didn't sure find the two thousand. They, they must obvious. have had jewelry with the wedding rings taken. I mean, baby gifts. Like I know, you know, you have like a silver spoon. You could get have on taken the, the computer. Christening, take the computer. I mean, yeah. take some food with you. You're obviously hungry. Right. You ate four ice creams. <laughs> you fucking sloth. Like you. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. So it's so either I don't it's think either so. that. I'm I'm saying no to that. Or. It's, I don't want to say American necessarily, but it's kind of hard not to. Right. Not somebody on active deployment. I think they were on leave. Well, then what, why? But what, what could be a possible motive? What could be a possible motive? You said they didn't have any enemies that were known. There were no arguments aside from some stupid random, like, hey, can you not skateboard at 10 o'clock at night because my kids are sleeping and you're outside the window? I don't, that's not a thing. That this house was isolated, had an access point, and if this guy was drunk off his tits. Mm, I mean, I've been drunk off my tits. I didn't climb up someone's tree and murder an entire family. There's got to be a reason. There's, what's the reason? It's no not knows. it's not burglary, it's not sexual assault. Right. Okay. It's, it's not, not vendetta. Revenge. Yeah. Okay. It's it's not it's not money, it's not sex, it's not revenge. I mean, there's only so many yeah. It's the scariest reason of all. No reason. There's no reason. It's a straight just potential power trip for that person. The look what I can do and get away with. But then mentality. Nobody 
but you, but if that's the case, you would have to stalk out the residents for a, a length of time to find out comings and goings. What time are these people here? What time are the kids? You know, what, maybe they stay. Maybe the kid, grandkids stay at the grandparents on certain nights or whatever. Like you know what I mean? I don't think you're just on a whim. You're walking down the street in the middle of the night and you go, you know what? That looks like a good house to just randomly break into and see the damage that I can, the carnage that I can cause. One other thing that I'll add, which takes it out of the random opportunity category I don't, I, I don't. is that the the phone line itself was cut which is why the mother-in-law couldn't get through yeah i don't think it's random i mean they definitely were targeted in my opinion but why why it i mean people have said well they didn't have any enemies but do we know how do you really know how do you really know right and maybe now- the husband was having an affair or whatever with this guy's Daughter, wife, niece, cousin, sister, sister, co-worker, friend. We don't know. Maybe the wife was having an affair with this guy. We, You don't know. You can say, oh, they don't have any enemies. How the hell would you know? Unless it was blatantly obvious to everyone. Like, oh, him and that guy in the office like almost came to blows on a weekly basis. Okay. But if somebody secretly hates you, and there's a lot of people I secretly hate, Mike. There's a lot of people I openly hate. Yes. Okay? Yes. But there are a few that I keep to my – I enjoy that to my for myself. Everybody who secretly hates me, please keep it a secret. In the quiet hours of the morning, I relish those people <laughs> that I secretly hate and I keep that for myself as a treat. Okay? But I'm sure if you ask anybody, there's plenty of people that can go, who does, who does Joanne hate? Well, how much time do we have? Yeah. How much time do we have? So you don't, you don't know for sure. And I don't think it's just no motive. Dip up. Yeah, just felt like it. No, no. I'm saying no. No. I'm saying it's probably a military person in my humble, <laughs> not so humble opinion. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm once again riled up, not settled down from last week because we still don't have uh, any news on those three, like I called them last week, Stracimudand. <laughs> Which for all you people that don't speak Italian, it's basically like a stretched out pair of underwear where like the elastic is no longer good and it's holy and then it's just use. It basically means you're, you're fucking useless. You're useless. Yes. So we don't know what's going on with those three. Yep. Fuckwads. So I'm still, I'm still riled up. And now you come in with this bullshit. Here's my promise to you. Mm. Next week. No. I- you will have a solved case to react to. Well, thank God, because these <laughs> these unsolved mysteries. And it is a Cleveland Torso Murders. Uh, uh, it's not, though, because that's also unsolved. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, I don't, I don't. Mm-hmm. Fuck this unknown guy. And um, That's that. That's about it. Yeah. That's about all I have. So. Because at this point. <laughs> that was the story. I can't stop screaming. Of. The most well-known unsolved murder in Japan. The deaths of the Miyazawa family. Goodbye. Forever. (laughs) I've had it. Have a great week, everybody. Have a great week. I've had it. (laughs) Goodbye, Mike. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye.